everybody, and welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast on a Thursday morning. I'm Bo Wolf, sitting next to Zach Berman. We are turning our attention to Eagles Bucks. We've got some news to get to, not a ton of news. Then we're going to do a little little draft, Zach, a little, mm. uh, little game theory for you, see uh, how much you've learned here on the new job. And uh, if there's time at the end, we'll get to some more questions uh, from yesterday. But uh, first of all, how are you? Doing great. Excited for the show. Uh, I have a question for you. Yes. Now that we are like on camera five days a week, how are you feeling about like your, uh, your wardrobe situation? Do you feel like you have to expand <laughs> your wardrobe? Is Emily uh, coming in big here? What's the deal? I think over time that will evolve. Okay. I uh, haven't, haven't done anything deliberate So far yet. you're good. You're feeling, you're feeling yeah, I'm good sure right I'm now. Shaving every day. Okay. Uh, because you are, you are, you know, your, your hair on the face does grow in, you know, strong, like a, like a very masculine man. I didn't know we were going <laughs> masculine man. Thank you, Bo. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, the hair suit, Zach Berman. Uh, yeah, no, I, the, the, the wardrobe hasn't, hasn't changed yet. Uh, this, is, this is what I would typically wear to a Wednesday practice or a Thursday practice. Okay. Uh, today is... Not something that's, that you're worried about, not on your radar. Well, I'm cognizant of it. Okay. Right. I mean, I, I know this is a visual medium, so I'm cognizant of it. But it it's not so, that's that's not keeping me up at night. Okay. What is keeping you up at night? <laughs> Just making sure we have the like best show. Literally everything else. Yeah, the best show, the best articles. Uh, make sure you you'll. Uh, it, this has been an abnormal week for the Eagles, right? Mm. They played last Thursday. They ha- they won't practice again until this afternoon, right? right. So there's essentially been a, a week off. Um, as this gets going here and we get into a more traditional cadence, you know, a Sunday to Sunday, that type of thing. Uh, you'll find comprehensive coverage on allphly.com. You can find it on our, six, our Sixers coverage, uh, our Flyers Kelly coverage. Oubre yeah, you can fold. make sure you check that out. So uh, Charlie O'Connor's pitching in with some Philly stuff right now. So allphly.com, that's where you'll find all our written material. Make sure you check that out. And if you are uh, watching on the YouTube channel, make sure that you are liking and subscribing, all that good stuff. Uh, Zach had a chance to talk to the coordinators Mm -hmm. yesterday. Now, you know, we sort of previewed the answers at the end of yesterday's show, but how did it actually turn out in person? About what I expected. (laughs) Okay. About what I expected. Did you learn anything? I always learn something whenever they speak. Okay. What did you learn from Sean Desai? So Sean Desai sounded a bit, um, I don't want to say reticent about James Bradbury playing the slot. He, mm. he, he did kind of say James Bradbury's their, their corner, like he's here to be their corner. But I, I still think from a matchup-to-matchup perspective, uh, from a, a matchup-to-matchup basis, you'll see Bradbury inside when the matchup dictates it. Perhaps that's this week. Uh, Godwin isn't like always in the slot, but I, I I think you know they might look at the Mike Evans matchup where you know where Bradbury is there. So just 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 something to be cognizant of of in that regard. The uh, overall from Sean Desai, he, he spoke about body types in the slot. Why you see kind of the the smaller, shiftier um, slot corners. Uh, he said there's there's this perception that the bigger guys don't necessarily have the change of direction. He talked about what specifically is unique about the slot. Uh, and this is something you, you hear. You're kind of defending your left and your right. You know, you're in the field. They can go in a lot of yeah. different directions. Uh, one thing I hear from players a lot is you don't have the boundary. You don't have the sideline uh, there to help you. So, so Desai went into detail philosophically on that. 
This is one of those things where I'll, I'll remember like when I first started covering the Eagles. So this is like 2009, 2010. And Hoselio Hansen is the, you know, the, the Eagles great corner, you know, nickel corner at the time and talking to him about like, you know, like it's such a more it's such a more difficult position because you guys have two way goes. They can go either way. And like you don't get the sideline. And I'm thinking, oh, man, this is like so interesting. I hadn't really like thought about this. And then it's like. Every single year, this conversation has the yes. exact same tenor to it. And like, okay, maybe maybe uh, it wasn't that interesting when I wrote that Hoselio Hansen story. A, it was interesting. And B, yeah, you are right. There was a point in time, I think, like probably 2012, 13, 14, when a big talking point was... Well, your base defense isn't isn't your four three or three four. You're in your nickel most oh, of the time. I think it's even later than that when that became okay. like fully accepted that yeah, that was. No, I'm, I'm yeah. saying so that was like the the uh, the football hipster talk uh, in thirteen fourteen. Oh and sure, 15. and yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing though. You, like, you know, Hoselio, he, he's basically a starter for us. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, like you got to think about yeah. that. He's on the field a lot. Yep. Yeah. And then because there's still kind of a stigma, if you recall, Brandon Boykin mm. going into the two thousand and 14 season or was it two, no 2015 season it, i believe it was didn't want to be just a slot ah. uh, and contracts were kind of representative of that mm. as well uh, the eagles ended up trading boykin but boykin's like don't look at me as, as as just a slot i think there's a little more sophistication now anytime we do one of these drafts and we're a sophisticated football podcast. No doubt. But, but we, we never do three linebackers. We always have a slot corner in there. We've always talked about Avante Maddox as a starter for the Eagles. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so Whatever. What happened to Brandon Boykin post-Eagles? His body just break down? He was in Pittsburgh right. for that, that, that one-year injuries. And then he went in the media down in... Uh, in well, I know. But, I mean, Georgia. why? Yeah, why? Because he, he was yeah. a good player for the Inj- Eagles. Why did his, he was a really it, good it was, player. It was injuries that ended his career. Yep. Injuries, okay. injuries uh, were the factor there. Very good-looking young man. If you say so. <laughs> if, you, if you say so. I think so. if I was putting together my all 22 um, of the most handsome Eagles over my time with the Eagles, I think Brandon Boykin would have to be on that list. This is the type of analysis you can only find yeah. here. I guess the, the natural follow-up is who else would be on that list. I'd have to we, think about we that. We have an hour show here. Victor yeah. Abiyamiri, for sure. Okay. Um, otherwise, I'll have, to, I'll have to do some more thinking. Okay. And you're a big D'Amico Ryans fan, as we know. Oh, D'Amico. I mean, well, well now we're talking. <laughs> uh, All right. So, so I, got, I got three wait. spots locked down. Sound off in the comments <laughs> if uh, you, want, you want to talk about who the uh, most handsome Eagles over the past decade plus are. Uh, so, so Sean Desai spoke about Hassan Reddick as well. Hassan Reddick's production has, has, has been somewhat quiet uh, through two games here, and, and that was consistent with last year too, and then he took off. And he, he said it's, it's a compliment to Reddick that teams are addressing him with chippers, getting people uh, around him there, and it's Desai's job to free him up. I, I, I asked Sean Desai back in training camp what he did to free up Robert Quinn in that 2021 season. Mm. Quinn had a huge year for him, and he said it didn't take much. It reminds me of one of the very funny uh, background scenes in the Kelsey doc was just seeing Robert Quinn in street clothes uh, on the bench (laughs) during the playoffs. Like, oh, yeah, he was on the team. (laughs) Nice guy, Robert Quinn. Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) So uh, Didn't he just get arrested? Nice guy to me. <laughs> yes, he did just get arrested. Okay. He did just get arrested. Um, <laughs> so th- that's, uh, those were a few things from Sean Desai. Uh, from Brian Johnson, 
he he was he was talking a, a lot about uh, how defenses are playing the Eagles going with the uh, going with the run there, and he, he basically said, "You see what the opposing defense presents to you." And you you need to respond accordingly. You need to adjust accordingly there. So uh, it's he's not it's it's not boring for him to call inside zone, inside zone, inside mm-hmm. zone. Sean Des- or I'm sorry, Shane Steichen made a comment last year that like sometimes it can get boring doing that, and mm. and you have to be disciplined. And and that's what Brian Johnson was uh, really getting at. He he said when you have great players the way the Eagles do. Uh, Defenses are going to try to take certain things away, and then and then you need to react. Now we can have a good conversation about whether you should react to the defense or you should make the defense react to you. But uh, it is something that 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 the Eagles do early in the game. They see the way teams are playing them, and then they they adjust. Johnson said the Vikings gave them some favorable fronts uh, for running the ball, and they and they took advantage of that. The QB run game, he said it's it's there. They just haven't had the explosives. The explosives are going to come, uh, so, so so that's something to be mindful of. And then, in speaking to Michael Clay, as you predicted, the <laughs> the uh, the holding was a big topic. Mm, yes, Didn't, he said him and Jake Elliott. You know, and Jake Elliott's involved here. He already here. has experience holding for Jake Elliott somehow. Yes, during the summers, they they spent some time together. Britton Covey was elevated, or mm. not elevated, signed to the 53-man roster. So he's their punt returner going forward. Actually, yesterday before the press conference, Michael Clay watched all of Britton Covey's punt returns with the Eagles and talked about how, how Covey uh, can be a threat in the return game. You never want to see the ball hit the ground. They need to be mindful of that. But those were some of the notes from the coordinator press conferences. Do you think, I mean, do you agree with that with Covey? I think of their options, he's he's the best. I think he is someone that can that could be upgraded on. Right. I mean, their options include the entire rest of the league and people who are available. Like, yeah. Now I haven't scanned the waiver wire for punt return options. I should, uh, or the available options. But they they like Covey, and Covey did finish the year last year well. He play he had a nice return against the Patriots, but. Yeah, the ball hit the ground there, and I, I don't think it, he's been it, so explosive for them. I, I do think that he has some good make-you-miss-ability, and, mm. and we I saw like it a little bit more at the end of last year, and there was a, he had a nice return against the Patriots. But the, the ball security thing is not a new issue with mm. Britton Covey. Like, this has happened before several times, and you, you can't be Britton Covey and not be secure with the football. Um, and so... I like, I mean, he's like one of my favorite guys to talk to in the locker room. He's a, he's a uh, super nice guy. I think there's upside there, but like he cannot afford to continue doing that. Like that, that is the most important part of that job, especially when you have an offense as explosive as the Eagles should be. Wholeheartedly agree. And if you see the ball on the ground again, uh, it's, it's not as if Britton Covey's here forever, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's a vulnerable, a vulnerable position if he fumbles again. All right. Uh, before we get to the draft, Zach, why don't you tell us about a different type of draft-related thing Absolutely. about the show? Absolutely. Uh, I, w- I would love to. From one king to another. <laughs> well, it's, it's a Thursday, and what better way to watch Thursday night football than with the DraftKings apps and with the DraftKings apps and DraftKings app in front of you because we're back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers 
every single game day. New customers can get $5 and can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Of course, tonight's game, Giants 49ers. You can, you can get in on the action there at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. So the Eagles aren't playing on Sunday this week. You're in front of your TV watching games. What do you want to do? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook where you can get two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the app now and sign up with code PHLY. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in both Bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code PHLY. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for a for problem gambling. Call one 888 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Nice job. Thank you. All right. I, you know, I, I wanted to read that one because it's a Thursday. The games are on tonight. And, yeah, I will have that DraftKings Sportsbook app open on my phone. Who do you like in the game tonight? Well, San Francisco. But with, with the spread, yeah, 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 you have to look. I don't like what the Giants have going into this game. Beat up offensive line. Don't have Saquon Barkley. Don't like the Giants overall. Uh, you know, 49ers, I see 10 and a half right there on the board in front of us. Uh, 49ers are a really good team. Expert analysis there. Uh, they're at home. Really leaning into the Niners tonight. You never know on these Thursday night games, but I just have a bad feeling about the Giants right now. Okay. What uh, about you? I mean, I hadn't really given it too much thought. You I'll, haven't? I'll okay. probably, I, would, I mean, I think the Niners are going to win the game. I would probably take the points, but I'm not 100% convinced of that. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of points to lay. It is. It is, but there's a big discrepancy between those two teams. Well, that's why the points are so high. Yes. <laughs> Good insight. All right. Uh, let's get to the draft here, Zach. This is a, a thing that we've done before, but not necessarily in this context of uh, a way of quantifying the strengths uh, of these two rosters ahead of the game on Monday night. We are going to draft uh, an entire team each, 22 players, 11 on offense, obviously. Uh, one spot where it could be a, a receiver tight end if you want to f uh, flex that. And then on defense, four defensive linemen, one linebacker, five defensive backs, and then one spot where it can be a linebacker or an extra defensive lineman if you want. Should we do uh, head coach OCDC for this? We can. I don't have that on my spreadsheet in front of me, but I, I can. I, I can think be you know the coordinators yeah, exactly. involved in the game. Yeah. Is it Canalis? Is that how you pronounce it? Canalis. Super Dave, Dave Canalis. Yeah. No, yeah. but the I'm. I know. I, Famous Dave Canalis. I'm for longtime listeners of our podcast. Yes. Uh, and now our show. Um, can be very cognizant of pronunciations here. Okay. okay. So I, I want to make sure. And so. Yes, I heard you working on uh, who was it before before the show. Hurts? No. <laughs> that uh, was a joke. Okay. Who, there was a name that you were working on. 
There was? Yeah, a Bucks defensive back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that, uh, a linebacker, the, uh, okay. the one they drafted out of Pittsburgh. Um, what's – I have that in front of me here. Let me pull up my, my notes. But the, uh, the fifth-round pick, he's actually grew up in Syracuse. It's Servokia Dennis. There you go. Servokia. Nice name. He, he, and he went to school in South Jersey. He went to high school, I believe, at the Petty School in South Jersey. Hmm. Nice. Right over there. Uh, yeah, north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, rock, paper, scissors for the first pick. We're going to go one pick, two picks, and then bouncing back and forth, one, one, one from there on out. Sure. All right. Two out of three? Two out of three. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yes. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot? You got it. One, nothing me. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot? shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 1-1. One, one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Gotcha. You got me. Okay. <laughs> so I got first pick. You got the first pick. Seems pretty easy. Okay. Jalen Hurts is my first pick. Now, part of the, the deal of this exercise, Zach, is that when you make a pick, maybe you could talk about it a little <laughs> bit, why it is that you think that's the pick, uh, something about the player potentially, just in terms of, you know, making this segment interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. I was about to. I was, I was really, I, you know, you, you make the number one pick. You wanted to you resonate. You thought there was going to be ovation. You yeah, thought, yeah. I mean, okay. I remember our first day here. Yeah, that's We true. had a live audience. Yeah, yeah. You say hello, everybody. There you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, you know, that, So, yeah, I, I say Jalen Hurts. <laughs> here I am. I'd land, I'd land a franchise quarterback number one. I feel good. I like Hurts over over Baker Mayfield. Sure. And I just wanted the audience to know that, boom, I got the quarterback. So as you evaluate Bo's team versus my team, it's understand— gonna be, This is going to be tough to overcome. Understand Bo's got his boy, Baker, okay? And now, I, got, I could take Tanner McKee. <laughs> okay, and I got Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts is my number one overall pick. Why did I do it? Because he's the superior quarterback. <laughs> Quarterback's the most important position. I think yeah. Jalen's a better player uh, than how he's played these first two games. I also think Jalen's one of these guys who does not forget anything. Okay? Mm. And he's like I an think, elephant. Yeah, and I think that even he has a press conference later today. I can't imagine he's going to play it up in that. He's going to play it down, actually. But that last game in Tampa, that stung. I think that, that, that's lingered. Mm. And I think this is one that, that, he's, that he's mindful of. And he said after games last year, we remember what happened on Monday Night Football a year ago. Or we remember what these guys did to us a year ago. I think he's, he's pining to get back at this Todd Bowles defense. And it's going to be a tough matchup. And certainly uh, the, the Eagles have a lot of time to prepare for this matchup. So all the more reason we're curious there. Um, I mean, I, this is not my pick, but, but in the interest of keeping things moving, I will just go ahead and give myself Baker Mayfield. That, that doesn't count okay. as my pick. Uh, okay. But Baker is playing better through two games than he has in recent years. He's uh, seventh in the league in EPA per dropback, fifth in quarterback rating, uh, 47 of 68 for 490 yards in two games, three touchdowns, no interceptions. 
Uh, Super Dave Canales, who we're talking about, is helping him get rid of the ball a little bit quicker mm-hmm. than he has in his career, um, better than or quicker than he has at any point in his career. So uh, Baker's not uh, not terrible right now, but look, he looks better this year than he did last year with Carolina and, and Los Angeles. A quick Baker stat to be mindful of. You, you know how much I love third down defense, right? Mm. Baker Mayfield is leading the league through two games in completion percentage on third down. 87%. Mm, he seems ranks, unsustainable. He ranks second in the league in passer rating on third downs with 132.1. The Eagles are 21st in the league right now in third down defense at 44%. So be mindful of what they do on third downs in particular. Mm, well said. Um, okay, I've got two picks here. And, uh, you know, uh, this exercise this week is interesting because the positions that matter the most are positions where both of these teams mm. are pretty well stacked. You know, wide receiver, defensive line. The place where that is not the case is along most of the offensive line. And so uh, also I should say for this, for this exercise, we're taking into account like the state of guys right now. So if a guy is injured, like, you're, you're taking him as banged up for Monday night not just, you know, over the course of the season. We're so, trying to win this week. Trying to win this week. Um, and so I am going to go ahead and take uh, two of the core four. I'm going to take Lane Johnson at right tackle and Jason Kelsey at center. Um, I know that, uh, you know, Tristan Wirfs is probably the best or second, but probably the second best offensive lineman in this game. But because there's Jordan Mailata there too, and you only get one pick, I think there's a bigger gulf at center. So I'm taking Lane and Jason Kelsey. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to make sure that I get on the board at offensive tackle here. And I'm going to take Tristan Wirfs. And the thing about Tristan Wirfs is I, I can play him at left tackle or right tackle. He's the left tackle for the Bucks, but he's played right tackle in the past. So depending on how you go with the rest of, you, of your picks, uh, the – but I, I feel comfortable in Werfs, and, and Werfs is really good, like you mentioned. He's, he's the top guy on that Bucks offensive line. He's, he's going to be a tough matchup for Josh Sweat, who's playing exceedingly well right now. Okay. Do you want me to put him at left tackle for you now? For yes. now? Okay. Yes. Uh, well, I will, I will follow that up very easily by just I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Jordan Mailata. Okay. Uh, can't let you have both of them. Now I've got Mailata, Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Uh, you know, I, I, I absolutely believe that Jordan Mailata last week played the best game that an offensive lineman has played in the history of the NFL. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and put him at left tackle. Okay. So then I can wait on my next offensive tackle uh, for... You can, unless, unless I'm, I'm going to take a, a guy who could be a tackle and play him at guard, but yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put that past you. Uh, I, I know what I'm supposed to do in these situations is emphasize wide receiver because you like mm. to lock me in at wide receiver. But like you said, I, I have my board in front of me by position. Wide receiver, edge, D-line, even corner are yeah. really deep. Yeah, okay? it's interesting. And so do I betray the way I, I truly feel a team should be built, which is on the line of scrimmage. In all these drafts, I focus on the line of scrimmage. Uh, and I know from doing these drafts with you that I'm supposed to go wide receiver to counteract you, or do I say, you know what, I'm taking a position where there's a great delta. Mm. Okay. I think that's, um, it, this is interesting. So, again, we might be doing this every week, 
and uh, and I I don't want I, I make picks sometimes. We'll see how self learning you are. Yeah. yeah, I make picks sometimes that that you end up making fun of me about for years to come. I spoke to Trey Thomas on the phone over the summer, and all I was thinking in my head was, <laughs> was like, "This is Bo, my guy." Yeah, was was Bo teasing me about that? Uh, but there's a part of me that wants to go Antoine Winfield here because mm. because there's interesting there's no other safeties and I'm going to need good D back play. And that's, that's, I think, I think I'm going to do that because we're doing one, one, one and I can react. Interesting. I, if, if you go receiver, I know I'm not going to be boxed out at the position. Okay. You know, so uh, I'm going to go Antoine Winfield here. So I have the top safety in the game. Wow. You know what? You gave that whole preamble and I thought you were going somewhere else. Okay. You're you going, you say that safety is the biggest Delta. I think the biggest delta on the board by a a long shot here is tight end. Okay, okay, fair enough. And so yeah. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Dallas Goddard. It feels early, but, you know, uh, Cade Otten, Jack Stoll, your boy, uh, that's a big difference. And as long as I'm guaranteed, uh, you know, one or two of these wide receivers, I get the, I get the, the huge difference at tight end. I'm going to go ahead and take Dallas Goddard. Okay. All of a sudden, my run game is uh, in better shape than yours. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm feeling good about that. I'm I'm not disoriented here, and we're only going one. We only have to go one linebacker, so I don't have to force linebacker, even though there's right. there, there there's delta at that position. Uh, I'm just going to stick to the integrity of the board here, and I'm going to go. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to go edge rusher. Uh, okay. And I like there's 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 four edge there's four edge rushers that I like. Actually, you know what? Let's let hmm. I'm gonna go Hassan Reddick. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go Hassan Reddick. I, I, I feel I feel good Slow about that. Slow start to the season for Hassan Reddick. Yep. He's dealing with that thumb injury, and still you take him you you still take him first. Yeah, still yeah, still going. Hassan okay, Reddick. that's interesting. And um, uh, see, this is tough. I have. Uh, I think I have a chance here to uh, this is this is not what would be my my pick in terms of value, obviously, uh, position value. But I think just looking at the board and the differences here and where your roster is and where my roster is, this is a chance for me to really make a big difference against you. I'm going to take Landon Dickerson at left guard. And so now your offensive line, aside from Tristan Wirfs, is going to be very iffy, just like the Bucks' offensive line is very iffy, aside from Tristan Wirfs. So now I have Mylotta, Dickerson, Kelsey, and Lane Johnson. I'm feeling pretty good there. Okay, give me A.J. Brown. Okay. Uh, you want analysis there? Is A.J. Brown yeah, is, yeah. is, is, is that good? Did you consider uh, Devontae Smith or Mike Evans over A.J. Brown? Uh, over? No. Uh, I, th- I think A.J. Brown is the best receiver in this game, and I thinking a big A.J. Brown game is coming. And I think when I join you on the post-game show Monday night, sometime around 11 o'clock there at Raymond James Stadium, maybe um, I have a little energy from the Banana Fosters at halftime. Uh, mm. I will uh, be... T- we like that. You, you got a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, they, they serve Banana Fosters at halftime at, at, <laughs> at, in Tampa Bay. Cuban sandwiches before the game, Banana yeah. Fosters at, 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 at halftime is pretty good. Uh, I will go will be discussing a big game from AJ Brown because I think he's going to be fed the I mean, I'm going to be discussing and asking you about the bananas foster 
Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're going to big AJ Brown game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to let you run up the score at wide receiver, so I will respond to that with uh, Devontae Smith. Okay. Um, and I would I considered Mike Evans here. Uh, very good start to the season for Mike Evans. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Devonte Smith. I believe in. I believe in Devonte. So then I'm. I'm gonna jump in quickly here and not think hard about this and go with Mike Evans, who uh, has been a big play guy this season. Um, he, uh, you look at his 20 plus yard receptions near the top of the league. Two big games. Age has has not slowed him down. Playing for a contract this year, I got AJ on one side. I got Mike Evans on the, on the other side. This is this is big boy football. This is like when mm. Brandon Staley said he's going to build his wide receiver core like a basket, you know, like a basketball team that has this size matchup, size mismatch, and they play above the rim. Do you believe? Uh, do you think of Mike Evans as a as a future Hall of Famer? Yes. He's had a thousand-yard season every season he's played. Correct? He's the only player in NFL history with nine straight thousand-yard seasons yeah. to open his career. Pretty, yeah. pretty crazy. But he's only got four Pro Bowls and no All Pros, so it's like a you know a stat accumulation. Like I don't. Would you ever think that Mike Evans was the best receiver in the league? But not the best, but but tops five to seven. So sure. the longevity matters. Yeah, yeah. the longevity definitely matters. I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting discussion. I guess. And, and by the way, only. What three of those seasons he played with Tom Brady, right? So it's it's not as if he's had like outstanding quarterback play sure. this whole time. It's not. No, I mean I'm a big like uh, Marvin Harrison might be the, one of the top three receivers in my lifetime, but he played with Peyton Manning all those years. Which you know? Marvin Harrison? Oh well, senior, but junior can play too. Mm. Someone's been watching college football this year. I like it, Bo. I don't think I need to have been watching college okay. football to know about Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay. I was, I was about to ask you about the Temple-Miami game this weekend or the Villanova-Rhode Island game to see which one you're going to. Uh, I'm taking Princeton. That's what I've got. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, Zach. Uh, if you did want to buy tickets to that Temple-Miami game or the uh, Villanova-Rhode Island game, you might want to wait to the last minute and use game time. Because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. You got flash deals and last-minute tickets. You got easy-to-find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Zach's always on the market for some comedy you might be able to use game time for that. You've got the images of seat views, the lowest price guarantee and event cancellation protection, plus job loss protection. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference, 110%. That's exactly how hard Zach works every single day. Snag the tickets with the, without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. By the way, I am going to a college football game this weekend. Right now, I, I, I'm planning on taking my son to the Villanova, Rhode Island game. Uh, but that Temple Miami game seems appealing. 
Although the weather right now is a little mm, concerning too. Might be a depends bad what weather. time depends what time my my son's soccer game ends. But I am taking him. I, I want to go to a football game with him. Uh, the you know this is one of those Saturdays when I'm home uh, because I, I don't leave for Tampa till Sunday. So mm. yeah, I'm planning on taking taking my son to a uh, a college football game this weekend. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'll report back on Tuesday or what Thursday or Friday next week about how it went. I mean, you should probably report back before Friday of next week. Well, I'm, I we're going to be thinking, doing a show every day. Yeah. So, so this is the thing. This week, we we kind of like had to stretch out some of the content, mm. right? Next week's going to be one of those yeah, where that's we true. fit a lot in in a condensed period of that's time. That's true, right? So we're 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 gonna. I don't know how much uh, time we'll have for small talk about our weekends next week because where there's a will, there's a way. Because if we have to dissect the Eagles Bucks game, look ahead to the Eagles Commanders game. Um, who knows what the big storyline is going to be that, that week. Next week's going to be a fun week at PHLY. I agree. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just knock off Chris Godwin here. Okay. Um, I don't want to uh, be stuck with total garbanzo beans at wide receiver. I think there's a pretty, uh, pretty obvious uh, drop-off after Chris Godwin to the likes of Quez Watkins and Alameda Zacchaeus. So uh, I'll take Devontae, Quez Watkins, and Dallas Goddard as my receiving trio. That's, 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 a, that's a good group. Um, Chris Godwin, by the way, Zach, um, you mentioned it before, not in the slot quite as much as he's been in years past. Uh, that's one of the interesting changes to the, the Bucks offense this year. He's down to 35% of his snaps in the slot, which is 34th of uh, 79 qualifying receivers. Last two years, he's been above 60% each of those years in the top 10. So uh, interesting usage for Chris Godwin. Yeah, and, and, and when we talk about how the Eagles would deploy James Bradbury and Darius Slade that, this weekend, that's something to be mindful of as, as well. You, you probably feel more comfortable with Mario Goodrich in the slot against Trey Palmer than mm. you do against Chris Godwin. I imagine they will, because of that, they will probably put him back in the slot yes. more this week. Uh, real quick, Chris Godwin's stat while, while we're talking about him. Uh, can you guess this here? Toucan? Don't, don't, don't look at my looking, computer. I can't read that far. <laughs> uh, Chris Godwin has the longest active streak in the NFL of games with five or more receptions. Can you guess what that streak is? Yes, I, I believe it's the streak of with uh, five or more receptions. No, no, no. How? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. How long? All right. The audience here, you, the chat, you knew what I was asking, correct? Okay. This is Bo being I'm gonna unnecessarily I'm um, 17 games. It's close. 16. Wow. This, I mean, what a, what a bet. What a guess. 17. Yeah. He, he surpassed Keyshawn Johnson last week for the, for the longest stretch in Bucks history. And it's tied for the 13th longest streak in NFL history. Wow. So, did you get that from the game notes or did you find that yourself? I mean, uh, do, I have to sh- do I have to show my work here? That was in the Bucks game notes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like the kind of thing that you wouldn't have just looked up yourself. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's those right. were in the Put Bucks the, game notes. They're doing hard work over there. You're putting it to use. Exactly. I, I, uh, I always make sure that I, I read both teams' game notes. All right, you're up next, Zach. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with Josh Sweat here so I feel comfortable wow. with, with both my edge rushers. I know, I know Tampa has two good edge rushers, but I will take the Eagles' edge rushers over them. So I know you're a big Joe Tryon guy. That is my uh, guy. Uh, but, look, I got Reddick and Sweat. I, I, I feel good about that. 
I am surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised knowing how much you love Josh Sweat, <laughs> and that's fair. You've, you're going to have better edge rushers than I am. You're surprised I took him over over Barrett, over Shaq Barrett? No, I'm surprised you took him over Vita Vea, who I'm going to take here. Now, okay. I know that the Eagles are very loaded at defensive tackle, but I think if we were just drafting the best players in this game, you could make an argument that Vita Vea would be, like, the first best player. Um, hmm. I'm, I am thrilled to get him here. I was, I was uh, thinking about taking him earlier. Uh, I think he is going to, uh, as, the, as the first and only player on my defense at the moment, all of a sudden I'm feeling good about my defense because I have Vita Vea. Okay, I believe edge rushers matter here, and this is a little game theory here. I'm taking Shaq Barrett. Um, I'm, uh, what? What? I can't do that. You do this to me all the you time. You can both. do that, Zach, but how often do you see a defense with three edge rushers on the field at the Don't same time? Don't they cycle these guys in and out? Yeah, but this is about uh, having a, a unit on the field. <laughs> it's just supposed this is to be reflective theory. of what this a defense is, could look theory. like. And, and I did appreciate our listeners point out that you just assigned yourself Baker Mayfield, by the way. Yeah, because okay. there's no other quarterback. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, it, for instance, if, you, if, you, if I took a, a head coach, you're going to just get the other head coach. <laughs> uh, so the Baker Mayfield, that's a. There's no other flex position. I can, like, play, I can play Baker Mayfield at running back. And no, that's never the way that we've done it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I am, I'm going with Shaq Barrett here, and you are going to have to rush the quarterback without any of the three top edge rushers in the game. Enjoy. It's, you are, you, you said are, I have a flex position on defense. Yeah. Did you not? You are betraying the, uh, the – uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, integrity of the game here? I'm betraying the integrity of the game? Yeah. Do we not have a four-year track record of you boxing me out of certain positions? Yeah, with wide receivers so you can put on the field. It's, you know, this, this uh, three-edge rusher thing you've got going on. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to have to expose these guys in space. Do I need to teach you about game theory, Bo? You're still losing. <laughs> That's subjective here. Uh, I'm going to take Jalen Carter. Okay. I'm happy with that. Uh, so now I've got Vita Vey and Jalen Carter. You know, we saw uh, Jalen Carter rushing from the edge last week. Who's to say he can't do it again? Who is to say? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is fair. So now do I go Jordan Davis? I don't, think, do that, I I don't think that, like, uh, the move you made with Shaq Barrett there is as, <laughs> is as bombastic as you think. I mean, Shaq Barrett had a really good stretch from 2019 to 2021 when he was like fourth in the league in sacks he's coming off he's 31 now he's coming off a year in which he played eight games uh he is not the same player that he once was who's to say that he is any better than joe tryon shoyinka or brandon graham or even your boy Derek barnett at this point well you know what i could do right now you could do whatever you want i could play josh sweat inside rush josh sweat from the four eye technique and i can go joe tryon here and you don't and i'm i i, I have this nascar line Okay, I'm just going to run the ball. I'm going to do exactly okay, what the Eagles okay, did to, to the Vikings run, last you're week. You're run the ball. You're going to run the ball. Oh. With Landon Dickerson, Jordan Mailata, Dallas Goddard, and Lane Johnson, and you're putting Josh Sweat in the middle of the defense? Yeah, I think I'm going to be feeling pretty good about being able to run the ball on you. So you got Devontae Smith and Chris Godwin, and you're just going to run the ball with, Rashe with Rasheed White or, or DeAndre Swift. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> I don't think that what you, I think you think that you have done something to me and, and you're just, you're, you are in, 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 you're on your heels right now. I like trying this. to outplay me. You are just creating a bad team. You are on your heels. I, I like this. Tracer Bullet says do it. Uh, 
<laughs> so, so could I do that? Uh, you know what? I'm going to adhere to the integrity of the game, and I'm, I am I am not going to do that. Do whatever you think is 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 what you want to do because uh, you're, it's yeah. not going to work. I'm going to go Jason Kelsey. Uh, what? You're going to go Jason Kelsey? <laughs> is that bad move to make? It is a bad move to make because that was my second pick of oh, the draft. Okay, I, I thought you have you been paying attention? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. You're going to um, go Jason Kelsey? All right. I know you you take Kelsey, I'll take Jalen Hurts, and then we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> you are fired up right now. I like this. Jason uh, Kelsey? I didn't realize you went Kelsey there. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I knew you went Lane. Okay. And 2-3. Okay. Yeah, you went 2-3. Yeah. Fair enough. You're correct. I know I'm correct. I'm keeping track. <laughs> uh, so... So I am going to go with I'll go with, with uh, Levante David as 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 my top linebacker. Okay. Uh, he's my one linebacker on on the field. He can control the area. Let's let's go Levante David. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Darius Slay. Okay. I think he's the best corner in the game. Uh, there are some other good corners in the game, but I, I think there's a pretty uh, pretty strong case that he's the best. I don't want to be boxed out here. I'm going to go James Bradbury. Uh, who who I like. I know he's dealing with something here. James Bradbury can play the slot for me. He can play. We we know he's an accomplished guy on the outside. Uh, so I, I feel good about that pick. I have Winfield and Bradbury in my secondary. I have Levante uh, David at linebacker, and I have the three best edge rushers in the game. Okay. Uh, I will take. I ooh tough call. Uh, instead of doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and take. Sorry. Give me. Yes, I know. I threw him off. He doesn't know which way to go. Give me. Give me Carlton Davis. So okay. I have. Uh, Carlton Guaranteed Davis is, is, dealing with, is dealing with a foot injury. Uh, did not play last week. Did not practice last week. So you have a cornerback with a foot injury. Just and you have a cornerback who can't open his eyes with the lights on. I have a cornerback who can't open his so eyes. He has not on. yet gotten out of the concussion <laughs> okay. protocol. Okay. So like, <laughs> I, I was you just to took James Bradbury. Who I was also like, did something happen to his eyes? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Jamal Dean. Uh, I like uh, I have good size for my corners here, combating combating your group here. Jamal Dean, third round pick in 2019, has been played well in the in the league. Uh, I believe so. it is Jamel. Correct, Jamel. Okay. Working on my pronunciations. Okay, uh, I will uh, I will go ahead and take Joe Tryon Shoyenka, so you uh, you don't put Josh Sweat in the middle. Uh, 18 quarterback hits last two seasons. He's one of the best young pass rushers in the league. Uh, you know, not quite on the, like, uh, Micah Parsons, Jalen Phillips level, but after that, he's, he's right up there. Um, he does very well in those, uh, you know, the, the Kapadia pass rush index for, uh, for guys under 25. I'm happy to have him, and he's going to have uh, plenty of opportunity because the, the heft of my interior pass rush is very significant. You, you'd love yourself a nose tackle, right? Um... So, do I go Fletcher Cox or Jordan Davis here? Jordan Davis has been playing real well. Uh, I need, I, I do want the nose against your interior. I have Jordan Davis going up against Jason Kelsey. That's that's a 
Jason Kelsey's going to have to deal with that size. So, no, I'm going to have Robert Hainsey going up against Vita Vea. That's, that's going to be a tough one as well. So I am going with, uh, I'm going with Jordan Davis here. You're going to take Jordan Davis? A unique player. Yep. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will take Fletcher Cox. Ooh. Uh, as my flex, I'll be playing a, uh, a five-man front. Um, I think that's a nice, nice big edge for me there. And uh, see how you respond. Okay. So I could go with an. So so you can't go D line here. So I should I just fill that out? Um, that's true. I can't take okay, a defensive yeah. tackle. So I I will go with Kalea Cansey, who's also dealing with an injury. Uh, Over Milton Williams. And then. Yeah. You you I feel like you hate Milton Williams. I hate Milton. No, I every time we talk about Milton Williams, you're downplaying him. Like I don't think that they need to re-sign him. You like I I said he was going to be the breakup player on defense. Like oh, that's a bold pick. Like (laughs) that's what what do you have against Milton Williams? He's been very good. Nothing like Milton Williams. Always enjoy speaking to Milton Williams. Instead, you're taking a rookie defensive tackle with tiny arms who's injured. Taking a first round pick who had. terrific testing you are going to have to stop a pass rush that has josh sweat that has um Hassan yeah, you look Redick. good on the edge but I mean, i'm not worried about kalijah Kansi. okay uh, last night with the kids uh, casey asked me what uh like what a dinosaur uh, walks like and so i i for the first time did a like a t-rex thing and that, you know it made me think of kalijah Kansi with the short arms mm. yeah speed matters you know that what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Can't what, yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can't he hasn't done anything. Okay. I mean, he's, so it's going to be the third game of his games, career. He's two games into his career. Yeah, he's, but you're drafting him for the third game injury. of his career. Okay, then, I'll, then, then give me Milton. No, Williams, you okay? already made the pick. You made the wrong pick. <laughs> it's on the board. <laughs> yeah, I, I like... Uh, I, I like Jalen Rager like over Justin Jefferson level of uh, same position bad pick. You think going over Milton Williams is the equivalent of going Justin Jefferson over, uh, J- over Jalen Rager? I or, think or I Jalen do. Rager over I Justin think I do. Jefferson. That is ridiculous. What, <laughs> is, is Milton Williams' agent endorsing you right now? I mean, come on. Yesterday you I gave hope him a, so. That'd be Yesterday fun. you gave him a contract extension, okay? Yeah, he's a good young player. You're, you're prioritizing giving their fourth defensive tackle a contract extension right yes, now. Yes, he's a I good mean, player. They're, they're, hey, hey, Devontae, <laughs> hold on. Landon Dickerson, hold on. Milton, the Milton, I don't we're, think we're Milton Williams' money is going to take away from Devontae Smith's money. Yeah, you're, you're prioritizing Milton Williams here. Okay. Yeah, he's a good player. <laughs> So is and so is Cansey. He hasn't proven anything. We shall see. Now he is injured. We have, so the injury <laughs> yeah. report matters here. All right, uh, all right. So so you're so taking Cansey, but that is not your that, actual. That is not my actual pick. Let me pull up my draft board here, uh, which actually is no longer. Well, while you do that, then I will just I will just go ahead and put Brandon Graham as my uh, my other edge rusher. Okay, okay. Uh, so. Hmm. There's not really a slot that I like, actually. Now, we probably shouldn't have done that because I could have taken Milton Williams and put some of these guys on the edge. But uh, So, look, if, if we're going based on the performances that, that, that we saw, what I saw, actually, I, I, I received a news release yesterday about the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Do you know who that was? Uh, no. DeAndre Swift, 175 uh, yards, career high 
okay? Uh, one of the top rushers in the NFL this season based on that performance. And the Bucks have really had a hard time running the ball this year. Uh, really bad. Yeah. So while you decide between Kenny Gainwell and Rashad White or Sean Tucker, Syracuse boy, mm. uh, I am going to go with DeAndre Swift. Boom. Okay. I think that's uh, a reasonable pick, although it's a running back, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, as you said, Rashad White, uh, three and a half, or three point three yards per carry. Uh, their offense has been really bad at running the ball, and it's not even like you know they're they're facing a low percentage of eight defenders in the box too. So it's just the, you know that offensive line, which is basically your offensive line now, is going to have trouble running the ball. Um, so I will go ahead and finish my offensive line, and I'm going to take I'm going to take Cam Jurgens. Um, and so I just have the, I have the Eagles starting offensive line in, in, in its entirety. Mm. Um, so there's no, no concerns about uh, how these guys are going to fit together. The hive mind, they're all moving as one. I've got my lot of Dickerson, Kelsey Jurgens, and Lane Johnson, and you've got Tristan Wirfs, and you can decide if you're sticking with the Bucks or if you're going to throw some Eagles backups in there. Okay, and, I, and just for the record and for everyone here who's judging which team's better or not, you have Baker Mayfield, a quarterback, and I have Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. Yeah, I'll run through it all at the end. Okay, I, I just wanted to make sure we establish that while you tell Yeah, not because, you not because like you drafted you him uh, over like, while you, like, you got the first line. pick and you had the, the very easy selection. While you think about your next pick, Zach, I will, uh, I will tell you about FOCO. Uh, FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It is the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's football and tailgating season. Overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, bags, everything you need for a game. FOCO has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our sets. Just look just to uh, around the underdogs book that's on the shelf behind Zach. FOCO always has our back for Philly sports and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code PHLY for 10% off. Uh, so the second safety here is, mm. is interesting. Ryan Neal, a former camp body from the Eagles. The only, I believe the him. only former Eagle on the Bucks. <laughs> you might be right there. Uh, Ryan Neal, who, yeah, who has... I, yeah, I mean, uh, he, they thought of him as a camp body, but he's turned out to be much more. He's had a pretty good career. Yeah, and the Eagles wa uh, waved him and Jeremy Reeves, who went on to be a, a Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl special teamer. Guy. Yep. So, Do you remember uh, the other... Can you name the other undrafted safety who was a part of that class? When you say it, it will jump to me, but this was the 2017 season, correct? Or I think it was 18. 18 2018 season. Uh, who was it? It was Auburn's Stephen Roberts. Okay, who, yes, I wasn't going to say uh, that. Who said that his nickname was Skinny Pimp. <laughs> is that what he said? Yes. Okay. That's probably why you, you remember it. It is. Uh, so on my board here, I have, I have Reed Blankenship over Ryan Neal. I don't know if that's, that's the way to go or not. Blankenship dealing with an injury. I agree with here. that. Um, but I don't feel compelled to really push that there's 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 not a great slot cornerback in 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 the, in this game uh the the bucks have been using an undrafted rookie in that spot and he's 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 been actually pretty decent uh it's the kid from Rutgers, is it izine am i pronouncing it correctly it's christian christian izine um i think it's izian but izian. I, I could be wrong izian that, that that sounds more right than i that, that sounds uh correct 
I don't need to take any of my offensive linemen here. So really the only competitive spots we're, we're, we're looking at are safety and corner, correct? Uh, wide receiver, tight end. A wide receiver and tight end. They're, well, I mean, you're not going to play 12 personnel, are you? So I could. You could. You could go Kate Otten there. I'm, so Kate Otten, the, by the, the way, the is, only quest, player in this game, Zach, whose uh, first initial and last name together is a clothing material. <laughs> that's, that's the type of insight only Bo can provide. Uh, well done. Cotton. Cotton. Um, so you're looking at Trey Palmer uh, or Quez Watkins. I'm going to go Quez Watkins. I want a little speed. Uh, banged up, though. Banged up. I get that. He's had a lot of time here. As we said, they haven't played in a week. He hasn't played in a week. In a, or the Eagles, have, the Eagles actually haven't practiced since before week one. Uh, so being at practice today, they might have to get a reminder for how to do it. Um, I'm going to go with Quez Watkins uh, right here. Okay. Um, in that case, I will go ahead and, despite the rib injury, take Reed Blankenship as the first of my two safeties. Okay. Uh, so then having, so you having done that, I'm going to take Ryan Neal as my safety. I have some, have some good size on the field between Bradbury, Dean, and Neal. And then Antoine Winfield, who's a personal favorite of mine, probably a little overdrafted, but did that because of the delta at the position. Uh, this is not my pick, but just for the record, putting uh, Devin White as my linebacker. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I guess corner is where I, is that where I need to go here because every, everything else is filled out. Uh, so I will take, I go with Josh Job, and I don't really have a true nickel. Uh, do I take Izian? Do I, you know, Zion McCollum, brother yeah. of uh, Tristan McCollum? Is on the board as well. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna. I'm gonna take Josh Job and figure it out. Um, okay. So then uh, I don't have to take him here because you're not gonna take a corner. I don't think you need to take anybody else. I think you can just fill out your okay. roster at this so point. I'm gonna go Zion McCollum actually, who's, who's okay. been playing decently for them. Uh, PFF, your favorite site, has him ranked 14th among uh, among corners. Um, I guess, so the question for me at tackle is, do I go with a backup like Jack Driscoll or Tyler Steen, or do I go with Luke Gedeke? Yeah, Luke uh, Gedeke. For the integrity of the game, I'm going to go with, I'll just go with the starting line. I'll go with uh, Gedeke, I'll go with Hainsey, and I'll go with Cody Malk, who uh, Brian Balderinger said on his show, on, on our show the other day, that he liked coming out of North Dakota State. It's crazy that we just ended up with the yeah. full uh, offensive lines that, you know. I'm not thrilled Mr. about that. Mr. <laughs> uh, build by the line of scrimmage yes. has decided to take the just worse offensive line, but that's how you've, you know, that's how you've done it. Um, uh, I'm going to take uh, Kenny Gainwell over Rashad White as okay. my running back, and I'm actually uh, I'm going to lean into my dominance on the offensive line of scrimmage against your light defensive line, and I'm going to take Jack Stoll and play in 12 personnel okay. and, uh, and be excited about that. So I got Kate Otten as my tight end. Kate Otten as your tight end. Okay. Uh, so here's the, here's the lineups. Zach on offense. Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans. What a start. Quez Watkins, Kate Otten, Kate Otten Tristan Wirfs, Matt Filer, Robert Hainsey, Cody Mock, and Luke Gedeke. That is playing against my defense, which is Vita Vea, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox in the middle, 
Joe Tryon Shoyinka and Brandon Graham on the outside, Devin White at linebacker, Darius Slay, Carlton Davis, Josh Job, Reed Blankenship, and Justin Evans. On the other side of the ball, Baker Mayfield with Kenny Gainwell in the backfield. He's throwing to Devontae Smith, Chris Godwin, and Dallas Goddard, and uh, Jack Stoll. But this offensive line, oh, baby. Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Cam Jurgens, and Lane Johnson going up against Zach's defense, which has Josh Schwett, Jordan Davis, Kalijah Kansi, Hassan Reddick, and Shaq Barrett, Levante David, James Bradbury, Jamel Dean, Ryan Neal, Antoine Winfield, and Zion McCollum. I think, uh, honestly, my team after the quarterback is better, but your quarterback is better, and that might be the, that might be the difference. I mean, I think rushing the quarterback is going to be a big deal in this game, and I, got, uh, I can come at you in a lot of different ways. I got three really good edge rushers. Uh, I'm going to run the ball down your throat. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I got Jordan Davis in the middle. Uh, Josh West been playing well against the run. I'm not worried. Okay. Yeah, I got Levante David cleaning things up. Sideline to sideline, Levante David. A little old. Was drafted the same year as Michael Kendricks, the 2012 draft. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. the 2012 draft. Uh, and then I got, I mean, I'm going to beat you up. Wow, the, with the my chat is weighing in, and it goes, uh, it's looking very much like a, like a Bo Wolf win here. I see the chat saying long slog drives for Bo all day. That that means it's a big Bo win. Close, but I have Bo here. Bo's defense is nice. ZB's defense is also nice. <laughs> ZB has a tidy D. Thank Always you, have to go with the best O-line. Okay. Tracer is a known minion. We should say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, he's a very handsome guy. <laughs> uh, this is a fun exercise. I, I would be interested in doing this every week. I like the thing this, is, yeah. The thing is, the Eagles don't change every week so that's uh, right but i think it, it is uh, in terms of this matchup yeah for monday night it is interesting in contextualizing that like where the eagles yes. are really strong aside from the offensive line the bucks are also strong like the bucks also have a very good defensive line their their secondary is good better than the eagles in in total and their wide receivers are very good mm. um so you know they the eagles have a big edge in theory at quarterback and they have a better offensive line but I think the Bucks have a better defense uh, in all. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, in terms of the way they're built, of course, Jason Light is a former Eagle staffer, came up with mm. Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman and the, the Roseman family and the Light family are, are, have, have a long background together there. Um, so uh, you can see that. Now, the coaching we, we staff. We didn't end up doing the coaching staff. We didn't end yeah. up doing the coaching staff, but I, I would say that uh, Todd Bowles is a really good defensive mind. Um, he's his teams haven't always been good as you know as a head coach he still needs to prove himself here right but as a defensive mind he's 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 up there with anyone Nick Sirianni's on a hot streak here of course uh, Sirianni has had a really good roster in place but you give him credit there uh, Dave Canales is is two games into his career as an offensive coordinator uh, but like you said he's doing good work with uh with Baker Mayfield, Brian Johnson, two games into his time as an offensive coordinator as well. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the PHLY Eagles podcast. We will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. again. We will have some more information from uh, the NovaCare complex. The Eagles will actually practice today, so we'll have a better uh, idea of the injury situation for some of their players. We're going to have another rousing edition of Goose Wisely as we preview the game one more time. 
And so for Zach and uh, Kalijah and Cotton and Bree, I'm Bo. We thank you for uh, watching, for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 o'clock. And as always, we love you. Silly like the mayor.